This is Daily Indian News Podcast from IDN Podcast Service. Today is the 2nd of September 2020 Wednesday. This podcast is hosted by Jeff in August. Today's stories are Corona Roundup, close to 2 million cases in August, central teams deployed in four states and more. LAC row, China tried to disrupt status quo even while army talks were underway, says MEA. FB workers abusing PM, Ravi Shankar Prasad writes to Zuckerberg over political bias. India faces dwindling policy options after a core GDP slump. Loan moratorium extendable for two years as per COVID impact, Centre tells SC. How growth in family business of CPEC Chairman Asim Bajwa mirrors his rise in PAC Army. Despite Chinese cameras and sensors, Indian troops managed to beat PLA in occupying heights. Corona Roundup, close to 2 million cases in August, central teams deployed in four states and more, New Delhi, India reported close to 2 million COVID-19 cases in August, the highest recorded in any country during any month since the outbreak of the pandemic, the country also saw a surge in deaths from the virus, with 28,859 fatalities reported in August, a 50% jump from the previous month's toll. The 1,987,705 cases recorded during August in India, as per toys data collated from state governments, made it the worst outbreak of the virus in any country during a single month, higher than the number of infections reported in the US in July, 1,904,462. LAC Row, China tried to disrupt status quo even while army talks were underway says MEA, New Delhi, the Ministry of External Affairs on Tuesday said that Chinese troops resorted to provocative actions to change the status quo in the South Bank area of Pangong Lake and the Indian side took appropriate defensive measures to thwart their attempts. External Affairs Ministry spokesperson Anurag Srivastava said the Chinese side violated previously agreed understanding and engaged in provocative military maneuvers in the late night of the 29th of August and on the 30th of August in an attempt to change the status quo in the South Bank area. Complete coverage. LAC standoff as stated yesterday by Indian Army. The Indian side responded to these provocative actions and took appropriate defensive measures along the LAC in order to safeguard our interests and defend the territorial integrity, he said in response to a media query on the issue. FB workers abusing PM. Ravi Shankar Prasad writes to Zuckerberg over political bias. New Delhi, the row over Facebook's alleged political inclinations escalated on Tuesday after Union Minister Ravi Shankar Prasad wrote a letter to its CEO Mark Zuckerberg over the political predisposition of the social media giant's India team. The letter came after the opposition Congress attacked the center citing a media report which claimed that Facebook executive Ankhi Das expressed support for Prime Minister Narendra Modi ahead of the 2014 general election results. In his letter, Prasad said that he has been informed that in the run-up to 2019 Lok Sabha polls, 
there was concerted effort by Facebook India to not just delete pages or substantially reduce their reach but also offer no right of appeal to affected people who are supportive of right of center ideology. Prasad voiced concern over the political predisposition of certain Facebook employees and said they have attacked Prime Minister Narendra Modi and his cabinet on record. It is problematic when Facebook employees are on record abusing the Prime Minister and senior cabinet ministers of India while still working in Facebook India and managing important positions, he said. India faces dwindling policy options after record GDP slump. New Delhi, India's record contraction last quarter sets back economic progress by several years and puts Prime Minister Narendra Modi's ambitious targets of doubling the economy's size to $5 trillion almost out of reach. The 23.9% decline in gross domestic product in the June quarter from a year ago, the biggest of major economies tracked by Bloomberg, prompted banks like Namura Holdings Inc. to downgrade their full-year forecasts for this year to minus 10.8%. It also shifts the focus back to the government and central bank on what steps can be taken to spur growth. Loan moratorium extendable for two years as per COVID impact, Centre tells SC, New Delhi, the Centre and RBI on Tuesday informed the Supreme Court that the moratorium period on repayment of loans amid the COVID-19 pandemic is extendable by two years, Solicitor General, SG. Tasha Mehta, appearing for the Centre and the Reserve Bank of India, RBI, told a bench headed by Justice Ashok Bhushan that several steps have been taken for stress sectors and the economy has contracted by 23% due to the pandemic. We are in the process of identifying the distress sectors to vary benefits as per the COVID-19 impact of hit they have taken, the SG said. The top court said that it will hear and decide on Wednesday about the bunch of petitions demanding waiver of interest, or waiver of interest on interest on the suspended EMIs, equated monthly installments, during moratorium period. The scheme, which was implemented to help borrowers tied over the COVID-19 crisis, ended on 31 August. Borrowers had been permitted to defer loan repayments for a period of six months. The SC had earlier asked the Centre and the Reserve Bank of India, RBI, to review the move to charge interest on EMIs during the moratorium period introduced under the scheme. How growth in family business of CPEC Chairman Asim Bajwa mirrors his rise in PAC Army, New Delhi, a major corruption scandal involving LT General Asim Salim Bajwa, Red, is gathering steam in Pakistan. Bajwa is a retired general who is now serving as the chairman of China-Pakistan Economic Corridor, CPEC, and a special assistant to Prime Minister Imran Khan. According to a report published on Fact Focus, Asim Bajwa's brothers, wife and two sons own a business empire which set up 99 companies in four countries, including a pizza franchise with 133 restaurants worth an estimated $39.90 million the report said that out of the 99 companies, 66 are main companies, 33 companies are branch companies of some of the main companies while 5 companies are dead. The Bajwa family's companies spent an estimated $52.20 million to develop their businesses and $14.50 million to purchase properties in the United States, while Asim Bajwa and his department were encouraging Pakistanis to invest within their relatively undeveloped country, said the report. Despite Chinese cameras and sensors, Indian troops managed to beat PLA in occupying heights. 
New Delhi, despite the presence of cameras and surveillance equipment deployed by the Chinese army near the height close to Pangong Lake Southern Bank, the Indian Army troops managed to occupy it before the People's Liberation Army PLA. The Chinese army has deployed advanced cameras and surveillance equipment to monitor Indian activities near the dormant height but despite that, the Indian troops managed to occupy height there. Sources told ANI the Chinese army has installed such equipment all along the line of actual control and use them effectively to monitor Indian activities and respond quickly whenever they find Indian patrols on the areas claimed by them. Sources said the cameras and surveillance equipment has been removed after the Indian side occupied the dormant height within its territory. Live updates. India-China border standoff China has been claiming that the height belongs to them and wanted to capture it to get into an advantageous position all along the southern bank of Pangong Lake area and the nearby Spanga Gap, an open territory where Chinese armored regiments were deployed. That's it. It's from India Daily Podcast Service. Thank you.